<sighs> the comfort of your favorite seat is now your comfy car selling command center, thanks to Carvana. It doesn't get any better than this. Your favorite seat's the best spot in the house. Make it even better by entering your license plate or VIN and getting a real offer in minutes. There really is no place like home. And speaking of home, Carvana will pick up your car from yours after you finalize your offer. Visit Carvana.com or download the app and sell your car from your comfy place. Hi, everybody. Cheryl Atkinson here. Welcome to another edition of the Cheryl Atkinson Podcast. Today, I want to talk about polls. And on the one hand, I do think polls got kind of a bad rap in 2016 because it's not as though all the polls were necessarily wrong. It's that as I dug into them, the headlines that news people wrote from the polls and the way they selectively reported the data was sometimes misleading when the polls themselves may have had accurate information in there. Then again, there were some polls that were completely wrong. Uh, over time, especially those that early and often said that President Trump had no chance and was at the bottom of the pack, could never be the nominee, and so on. But here we are again, coming into campaign 2020, and we in the media promised to rethink and re-examine what we'd done wrong in 2016, but I don't see a lot of evidence that we're actually doing that. I still see that we in the media appear to be trying to use polls like we did in 2015 and 2016, not so much as a way to reflect or measure public opinion, but to try to sway it. And you can tell by the way the polls are reported that the people behind the stories are trying to influence you to think a certain way or believe that a certain candidate has no chance or is the best candidate. Let's look at one such poll that may or may not in the end be accurate as to how things come out when it comes to the Trump impeachment push, but I dug into it to look at the stats and numbers behind it and found some interesting things, much as I did in 2015 and 2016. There was a CBS News poll with the headline that the majority of Americans favor an impeachment inquiry into President Trump, 55% to 45%. So that was pretty big news when that came out. A CBS News poll saying that a majority of Americans by 10 percentage points favored the impeachment inquiry. That definitely showed some movement on that opinion. But what if there is more than meets the eye to that? When I looked inside the poll, like a lot of polls, there was plenty of fodder to support either side. So the trick is always who does the reporting, who writes the news articles, and which points they select to highlight. It turns out there were many other headlines and statistics that could have been chosen from the very same poll that gave an entirely different take on the whole situation. Here's one alternate headline that I came up with after reading the stats in this poll. Majority of Americans in Democrat-heavy poll favor an impeachment inquiry into President Trump. The difference being that it's disclosed that they interviewed mostly Democrats. I mean, it's a completely different story if they interviewed mostly Republicans and found that there was a majority that want an impeachment inquiry into Trump than if they interviewed a majority of Democrats and most of them want an impeachment inquiry into President Trump. How can you make a judgment as to what's really going on if you don't know who they interviewed? Wouldn't most Americans looking for unbiased information want the context? 
that that CBS News poll interviewed more Democrats than Republicans? So how many more? Well, a check of the poll data shows that the CBS News poll interviewed 124 more Democrats than Republicans, which is a statistically significant difference. Six percentage points more Democrats than Republicans. So for example, if you're assuming for the sake of argument that Democrats and Republicans generally respond along party lines, a sample that looked at six percentage point more Republicans instead of Democrats would blow that headline that, quote, a majority of Americans favor the impeachment inquiry. In fact, just flip-flopping that sample would theoretically change the pro-impeachment inquiry majority to a minority. It would be 49% favoring the impeachment inquiry and 51% opposing. You can see how easy it is to get an entirely different interpretation depending on the stats that you decide to emphasize. Do you have something to say and want to make your own podcast? Let me tell you how to do that for free with Anchor. Anchor has creation tools that let you record and edit your podcast right from your phone or your computer. You can even add any song from Spotify directly to your episodes. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more places. And you can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's all you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. So here are a few other points I found when I dug into the CBS News poll. It also showed 58% say Trump does not deserve to be impeached or that it's too soon to say. 58%. That leaves an entirely different impression than the headline that the majority of Americans want an impeachment inquiry. Now using the same math I did before, if you adjust the sample, for the lopsided number of Democrats they interviewed and instead interviewed a lopsided number of Republicans, it would theoretically become 64% believing that Trump doesn't deserve impeachment or that it's too soon to know. 69% of Republicans who were asked about an impeachment inquiry said that it makes them want to defend Trump. In other words, there's reason to believe that the impeachment inquiry, according to this poll, could be a motivational factor for Republicans in an election year in a way that benefits Trump. That could have been a headline. The CBS News poll of the Democrat-heavy sample also showed that 34% said an impeachment inquiry during the 2020 campaign will be better for Democrats. So 34% said better for Democrats. 30% said better for Trump. That's a pretty close margin in a Democrat-heavy sample. Had the poll interviewed six percentage points more Republicans instead of that margin of Democrats, the number theoretically would tilt in favor of Trump's interests, 36% to 28%, with 36% saying the impeachment inquiry would be better for Trump and only 28% saying it would be better for Democrats. I found one other thing. A majority of those asked in the poll, as well as a majority each of Democrats, Republicans, and Independents, said that they think the primary goal of the Democrats' impeachment inquiry is to, quote, politically damage Donald Trump's presidency and his reelection. So to summarize, if you take a deep dive into the poll and its stats, it suggests numerous other headlines could be appropriate than the one that was selected. You could have said that majority of Americans in Democrat-heavy poll says Trump does not deserve to be impeached or it's too soon to say. That would be a headline, but it would be a 
more pro-Trump headline. It could also have been said that most Republicans say impeachment inquiry makes them want to defend Trump. Again, a more pro-Trump headline, but equally as true as shown by the numbers. It's just that nobody chose to report that. One could have also said, most Americans, including Democrats, say the main goal of impeachment inquiry is to politically damage Donald Trump's presidency and re-election. Nobody chose that sort of headline either. Now, I want to be clear that none of this is to suggest there isn't a negative trend line for President Trump or that any poll should be reported in a one-sided fashion on behalf of either interest. But what I'm trying to say is I think we're already seeing the continuation of that trend that was so problematic in 2015 and 2016 when it comes to how polls are used and reported. That's why it's always important for you to do your own research, think for yourself, and make up your own mind. I hope you enjoyed this podcast. Subscribe to the Cheryl Atkinson podcast on iTunes, your favorite distributor. I also have a podcast called Full Measure After Hours that expands on my reporting for my Sunday TV show, and I have some really interesting guests on there too. Share this with your friends and feel free to leave a comment. Thanks for listening.